And here's one now from one of my other groups called the Travelling Wilburys. This is Face the Music, a Jeff Lynn's Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast. Episode 191. The Handle with Care. is the eighth track on the first CD from the double-disc live album, Wembley or Bust. It was recorded on June 24, 2017, and released on November 17, 2017. After the low, low, low ticket sales that led to the cancellation of the Zoom tour in 2001, Jeff went into concert hibernation for 13 years until BBC DJ Chris Evans coaxed Jeff to get ELO back on stage. 50,000 people showed up for the September 2014 show. Shocked and awed by the response, Jeff rebuilt ELO and went on a full tour. The 2017 concert at Wembley Stadium, where this album was recorded, filled all 60,000 seats. Handle With Care was the only non-ELO song in the setlist. The song was originally recorded in 1988 by the supergroup Jeff Lynne co-founded with George Harrison and included Bob Dylan, Roy Orbison, and Tom Petty. It was the first song on the Traveling Wilburys album, Volume 1. In the Wembley version, Jeff sings all the parts except the Orbison verses. Those were handled by ELO band member Ian Ho, 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 from Nelson Wilbury of the famous Traveling Wilburys. Hi, I am Eric Winsenson. And I'm Eric Paul Johnson. This was the first single off Traveling Wilburys Volume 1 back in 1989. Eight. 88? Yes. Quick making me older. Fall 88. So, the first one we have is from the live album, Wembley or Bust. And, yeah, Jeff tries to handle vocals of each members of the Wilburys and, surprisingly, based on some of his earlier stuff, really flubs the Dylan. Yeah. Surprised he did this instead of one of the other ones. Maybe it was just because it's so recognizable? Because, if I remember right, this one was mainly petty. I mean, George Harrison sang it. But the lyrics are obviously petty for the most part, I believe. At least it sounds most like his songwriting. Well, the story is that Dark Horse 
the executives running the show, they said, we need a B-side for one of your songs from Cloud Nine. And he came in with Handle With Care. And they said, are you out of your freaking mind? This ain't no B-side. This is a lead track because this thing is freaking great. And then from there, they brought in the other lesser names in music. I was saying this. Reputations That sounds like a classic Petty line. It could have been. I I, I'm, I'm sure there was some addition to it as it went on. I know oh. Harrison was the lead on this, though. Yeah. Now, the guitarist that, is it Ian Harrell? I keep trying to make sure I say the right last name for him. Does a rather good job of imitating Roy Orbison, because at first I was wondering, did they really play a tape of Roy Orbison <laughs> for this? And then I looked it up and it, no, actually had somebody with Orbison's range sing the vocals. I'm so tired of being lonely. I'm so tired of being lonely. But Lynn's trying to handle everything else. For this one, we're going to feature Danny Harrison. Much better is that live version. Danny Harrison comes on, sings his dad's part. Ian still sings Roy Orbison's part, and Jeff kind of steps back, doesn't try to imitate everybody else, but largely provides background vocals, like he did on the original track. Yeah. And I like that version a lot better. Even though Danny doesn't sound like a thing like his dad. Um, he sounds like his dad about as much as Julian Lennon sounds like his dad. I mean, you can hear that they're related, but they're not spot on. He's not trying on. to copy. Yeah. He's got his own style and everything, and I like it. Yeah. It works. The song works a lot better with him coming on and singing it. And then, of course, seeing it live, huh? I don't know. It's a, At least that performance was a lot better than the one that they recorded for the album. And also seeing his traveling band live and once again wanting them on an album. <laughs> also, once again, something I have said a lot of times, that if there is reincarnation, I really hope I'm reincarnated as a cello. <laughs> well, you never know. You might not get one of Lynn's pretty cello players. You might wind up with... Oh, you have to make it sexist. <laughs> if you want to be straddled by a big fat man, I... We all have our kinks, and that's fine, as long as I am it, a big fat man. As long as it doesn't involve <laughs> children, animals, or the dead, you do you. I'm going to say that's a pretty gutsy move for Jeff Lynne to say, "All right, I'm doing a Traveling Wilbury song, everybody." Not that it wouldn't be a crowd unpleaser or anything, because there wasn't a bad song on that first album. It's a friggin' great album, but to stand up there and take on the role of uh, former Beatle and Tom Petty and Bob Dylan and Roy Orbison, but to take on the role as one person, as the Traveling Wilburys, that takes some pretty pretty good-sized balls. I think he does a pretty good job of it on Wembley or Bust. It was smart to have somebody else do the Roy Orbison part, because even Jeff will admit, as much as I try to sound like Roy, nobody can match him. The member of the band who does Roy, he does a pretty good job, it's not spot on, but it is really pretty good. I don't think how you can have anybody else be spot on as Roy. The best you're going to get is really pretty close. And that guy comes really pretty close. There's a nitpicky thing. There's one part where Jeff comes in just a touch late. 
And I have to wonder if it's on purpose, because it's the part about uh, making a mess of things. It's like, uh, it's intentional or accidental. Uh, it's kind of funny. So I like it. His touring band is just fantastic. He needs to record with them. Jeff Lynne is great, but Jeff Lynne is even better when he's in a band with really great musicians who are also contributing ideas, like the old days of ELO. Kelly and Bevan and Tandy, they were all great, despite what some people might think. They all contributed ideas to the songs. Kelly has said in interviews that he wrote the bass line for quite a few ELO songs. Tandy, I mean, you know, I'm sure Jeff just said, I have this idea, and then just Tandy went off with it and made great things happen with it. The Wilburys, they were all great musicians. That was a great album. I think when it's just Jeff Lynne doing Jeff Lynne and Jeff Lynne's in charge, and he makes these songs, and he'll bring in some guest people, and he'll tell them, do that. Okay, good, you're done. Or it's not so much a collaborative thing. Jeff needs to get that band in the studio because they're friggin' great. The other one that wasn't on an album, Wembley or Bust, was 2017. When Jeff went on tour in 2019, Danny Harrison, George's son, was the opening act. And when they did handle with care, Jeff brought Danny out to cover George's parts. Until I heard this version from 2019, I didn't realize just how George-heavy the song was. I thought everybody got their own solo, but when I was listening, it was like, yeah, you know what? Only George and Roy get their solo parts. Jeff sings background with most of it. Tom and Dylan sing that middle part together with Jeff, but for the most part, it's a George Harrison song. I like the 2019 version better. I think it's a nice touch to have Danny there covering Harrison's part, and I think it brings more the spirit of the song where you've got Danny and the Roy guy and Jeff all singing different parts instead of where it's just Jeff and the, the Roy guy. And I also think it's really sweet how Danny really thinks Jeff is great and Jeff really likes Danny. It's really nice to see that the Harrison-Lynn friendship legacy goes on even to the next generation. Yeah, it is. And other than just it ends a little bit too abruptly and uh some of the band decides to add a little bit of visual flur by jumping right as they go <laughs> into the chorus i thought that added a little bit of cheese to it and then it kind of still had the abrupt ending that the older wembley and bust mm -hmm. one did but then of course if they went on jamming for 10 minutes i'd be complaining too uh, <laughs> yeah, no, they did it right. Yeah. They kept it at its actual length. I like the ending where it's... <laughs> instead of going on for the 10-minute guitar solo, or just suddenly... <laughs> we're done. It's a nice version to have, and uh, I take it the 2019 version's just available on video. It's not available on album at all. I could only find it on YouTube. So, Jeff Lynne should release it on something. We've been talking about how he's been going for the same sound forever and ever and ever. With the band, it still has more life than most of the stuff that was on the album, so... <laughs> well, yeah. No, the band brings a whole lot more life to it than where Alone in the Universe is pretty much just Jeff. Oh, Tandy pops in for a couple of notes. Got something to say about Handle With Care? Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375. Call now. I'm so tired of being lonely. I still have some love to give. Won't you show me that? 
Everybody gets in to lead on. Just a heads up. Me and Winsensen will be on the March 20th episode of Pods Like Us with Martin Marv Quibell. For 90 minutes, we talk ELO, the podcast, and whatever else fell out of our mouths. Well, hello, this is Troy. And when it comes to handle with care, I'm not going to offer much criticism because it's a great song. I'm not used to hearing it outside the context of the Traveling Wilburys. This is the first time I've heard Jeff do it on his own. And he does a good job. He still has a good voice. And also, I know he's doing it in memory of Roy and George, most likely in honor of Bob and Tom. And so I'm not going to begrudge him for that. If I had one criticism of it, it would be, I'm just not a fan of live recordings in general. Now, I do have several live albums in my collection, like Kiss Alive, Frampton Comes Alive, Cheap Trick at Budokan. But the thing about those three live albums is, the reason why they sound better than most live albums is they were all three touched up in the studio to sound better. So can you really call them live albums? Whereas if you take David Bowie's David Live from 1974 and compare that with the remastered edition from 2005, completely different. The original is a true live album, and the vocals drop out several times for the 2005 edition. They touched it up in the studio. But again, I'm just really not, despite the fact that I've bought quite a few in my time, I'm just not a fan of live recordings. I'd rather hear the studio version. But again, I'm not going to begrudge Jeff because it's a great song. And I think he does an acceptable, if not good, version of it in this case. Well, I'll talk to you next week when we will begin discussing from out of nowhere... And I'm going to give you a heads up. This might surprise you. I actually do like that album. Well, talk to you then. Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? I liked the song. Wow, she liked it. Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash ELO pod. Next week, episode 192 from Out of Nowhere. Keep on traveling, folks. Bye-bye.